I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Betch, bitch. Betch, betch, bitch. Betch, bitch. Betch, bitch. Betch, bitch. Hello. Hello! I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch. It's the podcast where we bitch about The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> we tried to record that. There was a delay. Danielle screamed at me for always being too slow, so I've tried to speed it up there. Thank you. I was wasn't always being too slow. It was just today when you did it. You waited okay. like 30 seconds, and so I cut in and started doing it for you because I was like, oh, my God, everybody's going to be just so bored in this <gasps> delay where Naomi's can't even do the job of saying this is batch bitch the podcast where we bitch about the bachelor ah! and other reality tv programs ah! uh pleasure to hear from you as always danielle <laughs> thank you how have you been um yeah fine uh cool yeah no um sorry everybody ah! we had a week off because i had surgery um i'm not gonna say what it was because every time i do um i just get like feedback from everybody about how what their family member did when they did it and how they got better and I don't need yeah. I don't want your advice okay I don't she got her vagina sewn shut and yes. thank god it thank was god. the whole world was getting sucked into it <laughs> it it was the center of the universe and now I put everything back in place okay the black hole of Danielle's vagina um you know what I've gone crass there and I'm really sorry because I'm above that no um, you're not I'm not. I don't have anything else. But um, I'm glad you're feeling better, Danielle. Everyone, don't worry. She's not dying. It's fine. No, okay? I'm fine. My mum had the same thing at the same age. It's completely, well, I don't know. I guess it just runs in the family. But can I say, um, the doctor gave me pictures of my insides. He took some photos when he was in me. And um, uh, I'm sort of like, the first few days after, I was like lying in bed. And every time I get up, it would hurt. And um, I put for some reason I threw the photos onto the ground because I didn't care and they were just in a backpack and I was just like oh, and then every time <laughs> I would get up I would look down on the ground and I'd see the photos of my insides and I'd feel the pain and I could like connect the two together like I was looking at my insides, Ugh. and it felt too visceral. So anyway, I got Jono to hide them from me. Um, That's good. So I Do you need to keep them? See them. I mean, yeah, I, I, no, I don't think, I think they were just like, because you don't get to, I don't know, I think you just, I don't know, I just assume they're like for looking at. Like, <laughs> there was nothing, like, it wasn't like pictures of what was going wrong, and it was just like the bits of my, my insides with like, I guess like clamps on it or whatever, I don't know. There's like some, Wait, was it like an actual just like camera photo? Yeah. Oh, that's rank. No, no, no. I think it's like on on a little tubey thing or something inside. But me. it was, I was imagining like an ultrasound or like an x-ray or something, but it was like. No, it's full color. Pink. Yeah. Ugh. 
I assume like, your insides are pink. Yeah, I was inside the pink. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the color is, it made me feel really uncomfortable because obviously when I was a kid, like um, me and my like granddad would like gut pigs and stuff together. Yeah, obviously. And it really is the same color <laughs> as just like the insides of an animal. Yeah, I would you know? want to see my insides. That's rank. That, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, thank, thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they filled my torso full of um, carbon dioxide because they do that when they're operating on you. Um, they fill you up, I guess, so that it's like they got more space and it like spaces uh. everything out. Anyway, uh. afterwards, the nurse is like, he comes into my room and he's like, hey, um, just so you know, um, you're on some stuff that's going to help you fart um, and poop um, because they filled you full of gas and we need the gas to come out. So if you feel like you need to fart, um, if you could just give the nurse call a button because you might faint um, when you fart. What? <laughs> he said I might faint from the pain when I fart. And so um, I guess like – and anyway, so I didn't fart the whole time I was at the hospital and I was overnight. I didn't fart. But when I got home – um, I was like so swollen from all the gas that was inside of me. Anyway, I couldn't physically fart because um, the pain of like pushing it out was going to hurt. So um, I knew that I was going to go and it was like right there ready to go. So I sort of reached underneath me and manually pried open my butt cheeks. And then I did the longest fart. Like in, I it was like a forty second and loud too, but no smell, and it was just like, like one of those proper like cartoon ones. It was honestly, if I was not in so much pain, it would have been the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. That is so upsetting. I'm so <laughs> upset at you for telling me that. <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck? No. <laughs> No. Yes. Um. So that happened. Um. Anyway, but thank you so much for your kind words. Um, I sent you flowers, bitch. I know you did. They're dead behind me now. Uh, I haven't beautiful. put them all in the bin yet. But oh, they you. look. Some of them still look alive. Um. No, I think that's Come just on. because they're from a distance. Oh, um. Yes. They're pretty dead. The ch- <laughs> there's tulips up there. I don't know if you can see. There's just like one leaf left on each. But it's like nice. You know, d- dispose of so many flowers. I, I'll get Jono to do it because I, I'm tired still. I tire <laughs> I tire. Sorry, I'm I, still thinking about the gas. Yeah. That's so fucked. You've fucked, you've ruined my day. I can't come back from that. <laughs> Sorry. But how crazy is that? That like, that the, I, I just felt like so scared when the nurse said, tell me. If you're going <laughs> to fart so I can come with you faint. because you might faint. <laughs> From the pain. That's how much pain. Yeah. Your body just like gives out and says you don't need to be awake for this. That's crazy. I was so. Did it hurt? It hurt? What hurt? The fart? When, yeah. No, because I pried my butt cheeks open so I wouldn't have to push it out. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, that no. is. What honestly, I that that's way. just a good tip if you don't want to make any noise anyway. I mean, I mean know, it made the way noise. you moved your hand was that you were putting it right in your asshole, but that is not. No, what no, no. You I just sort do. of like pulled my butt <laughs> cheeks apart from underneath. Bro, you don't even need hands to do that. I didn't, I'm just saying. I didn't like get a dilator and open <laughs> my butthole. 
a speculum, like when yeah. you get a pap smear. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. I'm a psycho. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about that. Um. <laughs> okay, so The Bachelor. Um, yeah, we figured we would just recap four episodes in this podcast. Yeah, again, you don't ask me anymore. about how I'm going, how my week's been. Okay, sorry, but I've spoken to you. Yeah, well... Yeah, but the okay. How was haven't. your week? How was your chat for Father's Day? Good. I spoke to my dad. He rec- did I tell you he recognized you from the eBay ad? Oh, did he? And I said I could tell it was her by the voice. And I said, "Do you listen to my podcast?" Oh my god! Because <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that like he wouldn't know how to do that." And he was like, "No, I remember watching the video of her doing comedy when you did comedy." And I was like, "That was four years ago." Well, like, yeah, I have I an iconic voice, voice. Naomi. That's what he said. It's a very distinctive voice she has. I was like, you're right. <laughs> well, anyway, he's all right. <laughs> and what else have you been up to? Um, I have been um, preparing my Twitch stream. I've decided I'm finally going to start Twitch streaming because I'm a gamer girl and there's no more denying it. Oh, yes. And that, so I told you I was going to watch Desperate Housewives and then you decided you were like, oh, I'll do the Desperate Housewives game for my Twitch stream. Yes, because it is the only game that I've ever had to upgrade my hardware to play because I bought it and then I needed a better graphics card. So I went and I upgraded my PC so I could play the behemoth title, Desperate Housewives, the game. Is it like an old game or is it a new game? It's for Windows Vista, but I got it to work on Mark's computer. So I'm very excited. That's good. What do you do? Nervous now. Um, what do you, it's kind of like the Sims, but you play like a new housewife that's moved in. So there's also a plot. So I think it's, so it's like a story game, but it's also like the Sims. I started running it just to see like if it would work and it looks so much like the Sims. It's so funny. (laughs) That's fun. They just copied it. That sounds good. I'm, I'm actually quite enjoying Desperate Housewives. Um, the TV show. It's a good show. It's very fun. I, there was like a scene between, um, Brie, who's the redheaded lady and Mm. she's like, sort of seeing this like pharmacist dude and she's just like in love with shooting this gun and and she he, she like says she's like now hold it like a hold the gun like a white dove like like you want to keep it in your hand but not squeeze it too hard so it dies and I was like this lady is a woman after my own heart <laughs> this is exactly how I see myself <laughs> I remember in season one she wore those. Do you remember the red underwear she wears when she's trying to seduce her husband or whatever? And then that underwear sold out everywhere. And I tried to tweet about it once, but no one cared. But I think it's an important moment in culture. Yeah, because that would have been like before even buying buying stuff on the internet was a massive, right? That would have been like 2007 or something. Oh, I think it would have been like 2005. Yeah, I'd have got no idea when... Desperate House. I just remember being in high school, probably because I was allowed to watch with if in the room with mum and dad. <laughs> Hang on, you might not have been. No, I would have been in high school. Two thousand and four. Oh, what year did I start high school? No, two thousand. I was in grade three in two thousand. So four, five, six, seven. Maybe it started when I was. In year seven, then I don't know, or year eight, I don't know. Oh, so or maybe, but also it would have started in Australia a bit later. So maybe it aired oh, in yeah, Australia yeah, in like two thousand eight when I was like oh, two thousand five when I was like in year eight and allowed yeah. to stay up with my parents or something. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
anyway, good show, good game. I'm excited to play it. Um, if please come watch me, guys. Twitch is like literally you just go on. I'm gonna explain. Sometimes people don't understand what platforms are. Like once I told my friend to watch something on iView, and she said I don't have iView, and I was like. You just click on the link. Um, so <laughs> in case anyone who is intimidated by Twitch or gaming, it's literally just like, it's kind of like YouTube, but live. You just go on it and watch. It's fine. There's Do you no have to like create a learning curve. membership or anything? You might have to create an account just to log in. But I think you can even watch it without logging in, but you can't like comment and stuff. But it's fun. Okay. It's in real time. I watch, we have a lot of friends who do Twitch now and it's takes, it's taking up a lot more of my time recently. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to do it. I was talking to Jono this morning and I was like, I don't know if I could, like, I don't, I don't find any joy in um, computer games or PlayStation games or anything like that. The only game I've ever really enjoyed is um, Madagascar 2 <laughs> on the PlayStation. So you're a top tier gamer, is what yes. you're saying. <laughs> I enjoyed that when we got that. I remember we got it over a school holidays when I was a child and I would stay up until like 11 p.m. to play it after oh my dad God. had gone to sleep. That's unheard like, of. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Well, anyway, you don't even have to do that on Twitch. You could fucking draw on Twitch. Like you oh. can do anything. It doesn't have to be gaming. There's just okay. a lot of gaming on there. So I could just talk to the camera. Yeah, or, that's what people do. That's what hot girls do. They just talk to the camera. People just Oh, like money. me cool <laughs> yeah yeah you have to get you you know go a bit lower cut with the top but yeah you mean a lower cut than this this, than this that? isn't a turtleneck <laughs> i know that's pretty risque for you <laughs> Ooh, baby all right let's talk about this show okay sorry okay. i just wanted to plug my fucking twitch i'm actually what are you called abnormstrosity Nomstrosity, but there's an extra I because someone took my username, so Nomstrosity. But I put the link in my on my Instagram and my Twitter, so you should be able to find it. Okay, bit of that, fun. It'd go, be a bit of fun. Yeah, go watch um, Naomi. Go watch me if this episode comes out and you're listening to. I'm streaming Monday afternoon, so that'll be today if you're listening to it. And I've managed to get it out on time, which let's be honest is a roll of dice. <laughs> that is. Um, do you, can I ask you a question? Do you think this would be a good idea for Twitch? What if I just go through all the photos that my nana sent me of my childhood and um, I just dissect each photo and tell people what's going on in the photo? That's yeah, too self-indulgent. No, that's not too self-indulgent. Osher Gunsberg, well, that relates to everything. He does fucking, like, he rides an exercise bike on Twitch. No. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, what? See, talk about who's watching Osha? We will like people can exercise with him, I guess. You know, it's like you can do it. Like people do do exercise on there. Um, so you can follow along with them. You could do fucking anything. People do like cooking streams. You can do a cooking stream. Yeah, that's true. You, I, I can do. Oh, you know what I did last night for the first time? I shelled broad beans. Never done that before. Like I shelled broad. I thought you said shelved. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I'm not just shoving shit up my ass. I'm not doing heaps of shit with my ass at the moment, Naomi. I'm mostly leaving it alone, okay? Mostly. Yeah, except for the occasional help with a fart. I'm not touching it at all. Well, I'm really happy for you and your beans. Thank you. I've never done let's that just, before. Okay, let's just okay. Talk about the, show. the Bachelor, episode five. 
We open. Yeah. Nicole has come back with a rose and Roxy is pissed off. Yeah. Yep. Um, then Juliet pulls Lockie away before Roxy got to speak to him. Uh, Roxy has a rose at this point, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Let's but just she's be clear. I'm pretty sure Roxy has a rose. But she's crying because she's worried for some reason that Juliet's going to like throw her under the bus or say something mean about her. Um, okay, this is what's – it's edited bizarrely. It's so weird. This whole thing happens where Roxy's like paranoid that she's going to get, quote, slaughtered and Juliet is going to say something to him. Well, I'm like 100% sure that – Basically, the producers have been going up to Roxy and saying that Juliet's going to say something because I don't understand how else Roxy could be so adamant that Juliet is going to, like, go and bitch about her. I feel like the producers have to have done something here because it's just so confusing. Well, I mean, but they, but like, it's it's possible that Juliet actually was going to do something. Yeah, maybe. Because the way it's edited is like, I don't know. Well, well, let's just talk about it. So um, Juliet is telling Lockie how she was too sick to go on the group date. Remember, we were like, why didn't she go? You said she was sick. But yeah, no. the girls think she wasn't sick. I think she just felt really bad that she did handed him that note and that Ariba was mad at her. And she was like, oh, it's easier to just give Ariba this date. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so she so the girls are like, eh. and Juliet's telling Lockie how she's so sad she couldn't go on the date because she just wanted to get out there and get all that makeup off her face and just not be wearing makeup all the time. I mean, it is, it is funny because later on when we do the at-home dates, like you could wear less makeup, I reckon. You could do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, she does have fake eyelashes on like the entire time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, is fine. Looks great. But, you know, you don't have to make... Being the natural girl, your brand. I just, I don't care for it. Um. Anyway, there seems to be t- there seems to be two sides forming, and it's like the white girls, and then the women of color plus Caitlyn. <laughs> yeah. Respects to Caitlyn, our Gold Coast girl. She's chosen well. <laughs> She's. I see a lot of myself in Caitlyn. <laughs> yeah, I like her. She seems fun. She just seems to be gra- gravitating towards the. I'm gonna say it. Normal women. Fun um, girls. Yeah, uh, and so Laura, remember Laura, the one who um, you all say looked like me but doesn't look like me, um, says <laughs> about Juliet, her and her little friends are planning something. What the fuck is that? That's the most, like, othering language I've ever heard. <laughs> little friends. Oh, the, the little scurrying around little rats. Um, and, then, uh, and then says, I've never known a group of women to lie as much as that and make up stories. Yeah, I don't really what's understand happening? what's happening. Like, I feel like maybe the produce. I I can't. I can't fathom what has happened behind the scenes here to get to this point. Some something yeah. is not being shown to us. Whether or not they would, they they were gonna say something, or the producers have just manipulated it and told a bunch of women that they're gonna say something to try and make drama. It doesn't make sense because we don't get to see what it was about <laughs> yeah you so just, I can't yeah, pick they're planning side. something they're planning something they're saying something i can't believe she's gonna say that and then they just make it seem like roxy's crazy i don't think she is but i think whatever it is 
in some way ruins the narrative that Channel 10 are trying to put across or um, it is something that they like couldn't air because it was too like weird or nitty gritty or it's like something about an abortion or something. Do you know what I mean? Like something like that. <laughs> um, I mean, they could air something about an abortion. They did that another time. They did that on Bachelor They didn't say abortion. They didn't say abortion. They never said what it was. It was just like you could tell what it was. Oh. What they never they said. Say? They just talked really vaguely, but obviously, like, there are only so many things that, like, you made that decision on your own. I didn't want you to do that. And she's like, you were supposed to be there for me, support me, come with me, but you, like, didn't even check up on me when I, when it was happening. It's like, oh, you had an abortion. Uh-oh. Anyway. Um, for the best, IMO. <laughs> uh, now... Um, I feel like Channel 10 is editing out race chat from the three girls. Oh, yeah, they just keep showing, like, Christina, Juliet, and Ariba being like, um, yeah, we think a bit differently to them. I feel like they're, they're just cutting out them being like, these white cunts. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're a little different. And <laughs> let's just never, no one address why. <laughs> um, anyway, Laura approaches Juliet and asks what they've got planned and just says, is there something going on tonight? And they're like, what? <laughs> no? <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's just out of nowhere. It's just come out of nowhere. Yeah, that's anyway. what made me think that maybe the producers just completely made it up because of how confused, like, Juliet and everybody was. Because yeah. if you were actually planning something um, or planning to say something, I feel like you would be less – you'd just be like, no. No. No, I'm not planning anything. But they were just like, "What are you but they even didn't show on that. about?" Well, no, but there's. But then the next day, well, hang on, let's not. We'll get to the next day later because there's more on that. Um, Zoe Claire says she gets the heebie-jeebies from, and then I missed it. Is it Ariba? Is it Juliet? Um, I think it's. I've got no <laughs> idea. It's one of one of them. This was <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, it was. Um, and then Rosemary is rapping at Lockie for some reason. Um, a little penguin girl. Anyway, Roxy starts crying. And, um, you know, she's like, meh, I'm being besmirched or whatever she's saying. And then the, all the women are comforting her. <laughs> and she and they're like, but you have a rose. And she goes, yeah, but it's not about that. It's not It's not about that. <laughs> okay, I can't deal with And they're with all this. like, uh-huh, yeah, we know. It's not about that, but you are in a better position than, like, most of us. <laughs> I don't really understand, like, what – I don't really understand what she's on about and why – it seems to me, and it could just be the editing. It's it's definitely just the editing probably, <laughs> but weirdly they make it seem like Roxy's treating everybody like they're all secondary characters in her love story. Well – I mean, if you're trying to have a love story, they are. <laughs> like, if you're trying to date a man and there are women in the way, then you should care about yourself more than them. I fully I, understand it. Yeah, but I, I just think it's weird because you're, like, when in the scheme of things, the person, the people you're spending the most time with in this situation are the other girls in the house. So. Yeah, but they're boring. I just, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I I understand. She's, it's, it's. It's funny for her to think of herself as, like, the victim in all this because she's doing better than most of the other women. Yeah. But I just think she is not suited to this environment. No. At all. <laughs> she cries the whole time. Um, so Lockie sits down with Ariba, but then because Roxy's crying, Lockie goes off to comfort Roxy and just leaves Ariba sitting there. And he's like, I'll be back in a sec. 
He does not come back. Eventually, Juliet and Christina <laughs> go to tell Ariba <laughs> where Lockie is. And she just goes, can you guys go away? I don't want you here. <laughs> and they're like, babe, he's not coming back. And she's like, what the fuck? Um, poor Ariba. Poor Ariba. It's, it is bullshit. She just cries until Lockie comes and... Which I don't think she's doing on purpose, but I don't think it hurts her. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, if I'm crying and Lockie wants to come come for me, yeah. that's fine. I, I just think it's weird, though, as well for her, because she, um, seemingly she doesn't like it when women cry, because she sort of like, poop, yeah, she like poo-poos herself. Like, at one point she goes like, oh, you probably think I'm like a real, just like, I can't remember the word she said, but she like, you know, it was like, I don't know, it Girl was like, or something. yeah. Like one of those, like like a little crybaby or something like that. Well, I and mean, I don't think anyone wants to be seen as the person who's crying all the time. <laughs> no, but then to like, I think it's fine. It was like the first time she cried that um, she said it. And so I was like, okay, I get like the, maybe the first time. But if you're a person who does cry a lot, then you really have to defend yourself. You, you're really going to yes. be like, sorry, I'm just really an emotional person, not I'm a disgusting little weak sap. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy's not thriving. I will say that much. She's not thriving. No. Um. Anyway, and then we get to the cocktail, the the rose ceremony, and Zoe Claire leaves. Unfortunate. My beautiful red-headed, um, oppressed yes. child. Zoe Claire <laughs> and, and another lady Claire. Claire. Who's other? Who's the other Claire? Couldn't Nobody tell knows. Um, anyway, then the next day, Roxy addresses what happened last night. And she's like, I just don't like people saying things about me. You know, and Juliet, I know you you were saying things about me. But then what Juliet says is something like, I'm an honest person. And that's it. Like, clearly they're editing out so much of this conversation. Because that is not the way people respond when someone says something to them. You know, like, it's they're trying to construct a whole different... Yeah, narrative. Um, like, narrative of what happened in this conversation. But it... You listen to it and you're like, if you were watching people have that conversation in real time, you'd be standing there like, what? Yeah. What the fuck? Are you guys, <laughs> do you have a concussion? Um, anyway, Irina gets a single date. Very exciting. I mean, not really. I don't care. Irina is a woman. I think she's the nurse. Is she the nurse? Yeah, yeah, she's a nurse. That's why she, she had that um, heart listener thing. Right. And so they go fencing. Yes. And then we see Roxy bitching more about Juliet. And then we see Irina and Lockie kiss. Did you have any other notes on this? Um, no. I just completely blacked out during Irina and Lockie's date. This is, is this still the first episode of this? Yeah. Yes. It's all weird. Because they don't have enough footage. Um, no, I have no more notes. Great. Well, then episode six. Uh, we're getting through four episodes today, but I reckon we'll still do it in less time than it takes for us to cover any other season um so i do have something to say about this this episode okay which is oh wait no um i cannot remember no this would have been i think this is the episode that i wrote notes on directly after surgery maybe or maybe not i can't remember how long ago these were yeah this is the one where you said you couldn't really write yeah. Because you couldn't hold oh, the notebook up. And then I yes, was like, you're sorry. writing to me on your phone. Why don't you just write the notes on your phone? Because that's what I do. And you uh, said, it takes me too long. And okay, I said, sorry. That's yes. insane. That makes sense. I can't type It's so fast. much quicker to type than it is to write. 
Honestly, also, I have no memory of this episode almost because um, I kept forgetting that in my mind, um, after the anesthetic, I was absolutely fine. But um, (laughs) now I have periods where I'm like, oh, I remember nothing of what was going on (laughs) at that point. Um, And also, I remember because you messaged me after you messaged me afterwards and you were on what were you on? Endone? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and you were like, no, 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 wait, well, was this another time? You messaged me to tell me, you're, this, maybe this was like the week before when you like found out that you needed some surgery and you were yeah. at Endone and you were like, do you think I can drive home? And I was like, no, you're on Endone. And you were like, I have a podcast in a couple hours. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I had had the Endone like five hours prior to that. <laughs> So um, I asked the nurse and she said it was fine. Okay. So you did drive home? Yeah. Oh, right. She said it was mind, fine. You were just high as fuck and you were like, I've got to get home to do a podcast. No, I did the podcast later on in the afternoon and I think it went okay. Yeah, I think that one was actually a good one. Okay. Um, yeah, but no, this, that makes sense because it, in my book it went from five to episode seven and I was like, hmm, I must have written something down there, but I didn't take notes because... Um, no, it was because also like holding my arms up sort of hurt a bit and like I couldn't Excuses. lean anything on Just my chest. Just say you don't care about this podcast. I don't care That's about this show at all. No, it's, it's shit. So I'll, 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 I'll run through this really quick. Maybe okay. I'll have some flashbacks to Danielle from okay. the being drugged up. Uh, they play human chess in this. Do you remember that? So they're all no. standing on a chess book. Okay. I, I don't remember this. At- you definitely oh, watched no, this episode. A bit. I remember a bit because um, of the bit where somebody pushed Roxy back to the start and she got really yeah. angry. So it's essentially Roxy versus Ariva in this. Um, and they're all, they have to like answer questions and get the same answer as Lucky, you know, about like what they're like or who fucking cares. Um, anyway, it's like Roxy and Ariva keep taking shots at each other. Actually, no, it's all the white women versus Ariva, essentially. Um, but then someone does knock Roxy back when she's near the end. And she's pissed off about that. Anyway, Gemma wins. Gemma is a pageant queen. I believe she was Miss Universe Australia at some point. Okay. Um, and so she gets some alone time with Lockie. And then she's talking about her pageants. And then they play quirky music over the top of her explaining how the pageants work, which is the uh, the touch of death on this show. Yeah. And she does you not don't want to be quirky. No. Um, she's just like, she's just like this evening, there's swimwear, there's the talent portion, and it's like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, she's just describing. <laughs> what do we, <laughs> did we, guys. did we find out what her talent portion, what she does for that? No, I mean, I was just paraphrasing. Maybe she didn't say it. I bet, but there is a talent section, isn't there? But she said the interviews are hard. Um, yeah, and she says she doesn't usually watch the news, but in the lead up to the pageants, she'll watch the news. That's funny. Yeah. You got to educate yourself when it is relevant to your <laughs> life only. Um, so Gemma doesn't, Gemma's fucked. We know Gemma's fucked. Um, and so the cocktail party comes and... Um, more drama charlie so you might remember charlie is the one who swears on her eyebrows even though her eyebrows are fine yeah um she organizes a mud bath at the cocktail party very this is weird. weird what's that about why did I the mean, producers everyone's even dressed up yeah 
I mean, I guess they were like, anything anyone wants to do, let's do it, because this is boring as shit, and we might get shut down in a week. Um, so they, uh, so they have a little mud bath, and everyone's pissed off, but Lockie says he's impressed by the fact that she organized her mud bath. I actually, I honestly think that I, I usually don't, I think it's fine that Charlie did it, but I also understand the other people being pissed off because it took up so much time and there's a limited amount of time and everyone's there to make a last-ditch effort for him and they're just sitting in mud. <laughs> oh, surely it takes, like, literally hours because they've got to get into the mud, but then they've got to get out and they've got to have, like, showers and get changed and stuff. Mm. Yeah, looks pretty stupid. Anyway, and then Caitlin um, decided she was going to try to kiss him. Um, and she, she does kind of go for it, but it's kind of like a peck kind of on the corner of the mouth. He clearly didn't want to do it. Um, you know, out of, out of just like, not like yuck, but out of like, I don't know you. Um, and, um, then for some reason, everyone's crying. I didn't catch this. It was like Bella and Irina are best friends, but then Bella was crying because she said that Irina was just like a better version of her, which is like, what? What? Um, better and... She said she's like an older version of me. She's just like a better version of me, which is like the first time I've ever heard a woman describe another woman as older and then therefore better than her. Um, yeah. Which I think is very cool. <laughs> um, also, you know, like Irene ancient. She's probably like 28 or something. You know? <laughs> I also think like when you think of somebody being like a, um, a better version of you or something that you would sort of look similar as well. But these two do not mm. look alike at all. No, no, they are not remotely similar, except for the fact that they are white, seemingly straight cis women. Yeah, Arena would have brown hair if she didn't dye it blonde. But she dyes it blonde. Um, I'm trying to find similarities. <laughs> Naomi. They're friends. I guess they think they have a similar personality because they're friends. But I mean, I can't tell you how their personalities are different because I haven't really been watching the show. That is true. Also, I've they really show them as very boring women. Well, there's nothing to show. There's nothing. To, it's so bo- Anyway, whatever. I think, honestly, this you can. there's only so many people you can cast on a reality TV in a country that is this big. Like, yeah. we don't have enough people to have this many seasons of this many shows. Or something like that. Something's wrong. Something's going wrong here. Um, anyway, Marg is having a go at Caitlin. Who's Marg? I don't know. Um, And uh, then someone says, everything's gone skits, which is not a word I've heard used in a long time. No, who said that? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I don't even know if we're allowed to use that anymore. Or it might be Caitlin. We absolutely, you absolutely can't call a situation skits. But I thought, like, I haven't heard anyone use the word skits. No, not since, like, high school. (laughs) Everything's gone skits. Um, Don't – anyway, uh, Rosemary and Christina are gone. Yeah. Very sad to lose one of the trio there. Um, Upsetting directly after the rap. Directly after the rap, she's out. She's out. Um, And then Osha comes back into the room. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Cut to the next episode. This is a this is a week later in airing time. Um, Asha tells them, you know that coronavirus uh, starting to heat up. This is not going well. There's some shit going down, is what he says. 
Um, and basically says, look, we have to, we can't, we're, we're safe here for now, but all the dates have to happen at the mansion. There you go. All the group dates have to happen at the mansion. Boring. Um, and then this is like, this actually made me laugh. Um, they cut to like <laughs> the girls all just sitting around after afterwards, like the next morning, which they usually do in normal episode formats after the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. The next episode, it'll start with everyone just sitting around chatting and usually they're like oh so who do we think's getting the single date but this time (laughs) it was Bella saying so how's everyone feeling about the coronavirus (laughs) which made me laugh so much and when I'm allowed in a room with other people that's how I'm gonna come in (laughs) so how's everyone feeling about the coronavirus it's just such a funny way to um talk about it anyway they all got to talk to their families which is nice got to call up and check in um we got to see this on big brother and now i get to see it on the bachelor beautiful just what we want to see just to remind us that they're real people (laughs) um anyway the group date is coming um and the group date is with a psychic medium love this absolutely Uh, love this Six women going on the date. Ariba is not one of them, which she doesn't care about because she says, I don't believe psychic mediums, <laughs> um, which just made me fall in love with her even more because <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think it's all complete bullshit. <laughs> and this did not convince me. Um, so this woman comes in. She says she has all the psychic senses. All of them. She's got all of them. All of them. Can I say when... Okay, so first of all, she said something about Lockie's granddad and firefighting. And it turns out Lockie wanted or has had some interest in the past of being a firefighter. Which can I say... That's how they talk. That's how they talk. She says, is there a grandfather in the spirit world? And he goes, whoa. Like, what are the odds that a man that is 30 has both of his grandfathers still alive? Yeah. Surely fucking low. And then... She says, I see a fire engine. And he goes, whoa, like his grandfather was a firefighter. But then it turns out he's like, I wanted to be a firefighter at some point in the past. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I can, if I looked at Lockie and you said, what jobs as a child did this man (laughs) want to have? It would be like firefighter and like dolphin trainer. That's what I would say. But that's the thing. She didn't say, she didn't even say, you wanted to be a firefighter when you were a child. All she said was, I see a fire engine. And also. She could have said that to me and I would have had something to, she would have said, is there a grandfather in the spirit world? And I would have been like, yeah, they're both dead. And then she would have said, I see a fire engine. And I, if I was a believer, I would have been like, oh my God, we used to have a fire engine on our property Back when my stepdad was still alive. My stepdad's dead. And then she would have been like, fucking great. Let's get on to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have one as well. Everybody would have one. Mine would be, um, yes, uh, the fire brigade was always called on my granddad because every year he does backburning on his own property and everybody <laughs> always calls the fire brigade on him. And then he gets angry. He's like, can't you see I got it under control? And he's got a sprinkler nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I, 
But granddad's alive. Cold reading is so obvious to me. Well, well, your granddad's alive. Let's talk about that in a second, Danielle, because I've got some problems with how this plays out. Oh, yes. Um, so she says that he's going to have a beautiful baby boy, which is, again, not something that yeah. she needs any proof for. I'm really sorry if anyone believes in this stuff. You know, just know that I still respect you and I respect all religions and I respect people who like believe in the secret. I wish I could believe in the secret because I feel like that's just a nice way to live is just thinking about stuff you want. I feel like it's very positive, but I'm too much of a cynic. So it's fine. You can believe in whatever you want. I think think about stuff I want anyway, whether I believe in it or not. Bro, that's the thing about the secret. Do you know, I actually know someone who helped write the secret. Yeah. And, like, it's about, like, having a positive mindset instead of, like, dwelling on what you don't have. It's to think about, you know, to just try and be happy and put out positive vibes because you then you are, like, literally physically more open to things, you know, and more people want to talk to you and give you opportunities. Like, I think that's great advice. But then the way to appeal to an American market is to put it in terms of, like, money, car, big house, to like actually get Americans to like start thinking more positively <laughs> about their surroundings and you just have to do it through capitalism. That's funny. So I kind of respect the secret. Although it was funny to me, I watched the like um the 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 movie that they made. Did you ever watch that one? Like no. the sort of documentary-ish thing. It's on Netflix and I watched it. Me and my sister watched it when we were teenagers. And they were all American except one guy was Australian. Even though The Secret was found, like, is from Australia. It's from, like, Melbourne, right? Um, But it's, like, all American except one guy, one Australian guy who's, like, oh, I used to get bills in the mail, bills, bills, bills. But then I started imagining checks in the mail. And now I just get checks in the mail. And we were, like, wow. We were, like, wow. And, like, my sister went to the toilet and then, like, I needed the toilet and then she left the toilet and I was, like, wow. I, like, envisioned my sister leaving the toilet and then she left. Like, of course she did. She wasn't going (laughs) to stay in there forever. And then I was watching A Current Affair and then that dude was um, on A Current Affair for like fucking scamming a bunch of people. Oh my God. Isn't that so funny? That is very funny. Oh, It's also because it's not even making you a better person. No. Like I it, mean, it's, it's pretty self, in terms of like religions, if you could call it that, it's pretty self- uh, indulgent i mean it's not about like bettering the community or something like even like religions like christianity and islam or something they can be they can be misunderstood but at the base of it it's like love each other yeah (laughs) like secret is just like fuck yeah man you want that you can get it (laughs) (laughs) all right so the psychic medium she says Lockie's gonna have a boy now Mm -hmm. i don't know if you get this vibe but i get the vibe from Lockie that he's the type of man who um, would have a daughter and be like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. But have a son and yes. be like, oh, this thing, I'm going to take it rock climbing the day I pull it <laughs> yeah. out of the womb. And he will be the one to pull it out of the womb. Yes. <laughs> uh, so she cold reads all the women. Yeah. And tells them she sees all this stuff. Did you write any of that down? Um, Maddie's grandma, puzzle of ginger cat. Um, just saying anything about a ginger cat is just like, um, I feel like most people probably have something to do with a ginger cat in their life. Not me because my whole family hates cats for some reason. I mean, I'm allergic. I think it's because we're all allergic really to cats and we want to pretend like we're not missing out on something. 
Yeah. Um, no, honestly, I can't think of a ginger cat. But I, she, but they don't show her saying, I see this, and then the other person being like, no. Like, they don't show the whole, they don't show us the whole thing from start to finish because she just latches onto things. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. She constantly I hate, I hate says, I'm very drawn to you. Very drawn to you. Very <laughs> drawn to you. I don't know if they just use the same clip of her saying that over and over again or whether she just uses that phrase all the time, but it made it seem mm. more fake to me. Um, yeah. And Bella, what happened? Bella, people going out the door, coming in the door. She said that. Um, yes. Which is like, you know, has multiple meanings um, that can be taken anyway. I think she means there are people dying and being born. Yeah, I thought it meant it could also be like um, when you're a kid, people were always coming and going, you know, things like that. Oh, like friendships and stuff. Yeah, like or family members. Like I felt like it was one of those that could have like 75 different meanings. Well, yes, that's the that's the key to being a psychic. Um, and then uh, she says she sees a boy born around Bella somehow. And, of course, all the women latch onto that and they're like... <laughs> Fuck Bella, she's having lucky son. <laughs> um, and then and then she sees she says she sees a man with cancer, who had cancer, who's in the spirit world. That is absolutely rude to do. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I I get it because like the odds of um someone having a man that died of cancer in their life are incredibly high. Surely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, like, I have, like everyone old used to smoke cigarettes. They all fucking got lung cancer. <laughs> yeah, my dad's dad died of. Well, I guess like I would say, I guess is is leukemia cancer? It's still it's like a similar I thing. It's like a cancer so. of the blood, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'd be like, yeah, that that works for me in some way. I think that also works oh, for bro, everybody my in every way. Stepdad, both my grandpas, like. Both my nanas, I believe, like all cancer. Like it's just, come on, man. Anyway, it's it's an easy guess, but anyway, um, obviously Bella starts to panic because her grandfather has cancer currently, which is fucked. Of this, of them to, I like, I don't know. It just makes, and then they put it in the ad break like it's some cliffhanger. Is Bella's grandfather still alive? That's so fucked. <laughs> and so then after the ad break, she calls up her... Oh, no, no, no. Before the ad break, she calls up her mum and she's like, is grandpa okay? And then it's fucking ad well, break. <laughs> she also freaks out because the psychic says that um, the way um, ghosts communicate with us is through, like, insects, butterflies, and birds. Um, and a butterfly, mm. like, flies past her in this field of flowers. <laughs> My God, I'm sorry, I can't with that. Maybe somebody oh. tried to communicate with Jono recently because uh, uh, he's been swooped by magpies twice this week. <laughs> That's like uh, um, ghosts communicate through light, sound, and matter. Like, say anything. <laughs> um, oh my God, matter. Um, <laughs> that's my dead dad uh anyway we find out um grandpa is still alive but he easily could have not been apparently because she had to say goodbye to him before she went off so i'm guessing he is he was not doing well at that point um and then they all sit down as couples and talk to this psychic medium um and you know you get everything here and there but it's vi- she's like oh my god she gets this vibe off Lockie and bell who was bell 
No never idea. Never seen her before. But she's like, oh my God, you guys have been together before in a past life. Okay. In, during a war, Belle was a nurse and Lockie was a patient. Which my question for the psychic medium is, are people always the same gender? <laughs> yeah. And, like, why couldn't have Lockie been the nerd? And maybe she would say, no, they're not always the same gender. They just happen to be the same gender this time. But I doubt it. I doubt she's telling Lockie that he used to be a nurse. Yeah. I mean, it's also that sort of, like, romanticised, like, tale. <laughs> of, like, wartime. Yeah. He was a Lockie- soldier. That's Fine. so beautiful. He went overseas and fucking killed a bunch of people, shot him or, you know, injured him <laughs> and they had to go up and stab him in the chest just to kill him afterwards and look in their eyes as their life bled out of them. But then he met a lovely nurse after he broke his leg. I mean... <laughs> and then we'll pretend he didn't have PTSD after that. <laughs> yeah, he might have. Yeah. We don't know how the tale ended. Maybe they... Well, um... Probably not even that well because this is we're talking back in a time when women couldn't divorce their husbands um, yeah. and it was openly acceptable for men to hit their wives if they burnt dinner. Anyway. Um, also, the psychic tells Roxy, you're a little bit hard work, but you're worth it. <laughs> Which you could say that to anybody because everybody's hard work. You I know? disagree. I'm not hard work. Naomi, you are what? the hardest work. I am so fucking easygoing, it would kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well-adjusted. That's my new brand, by the way, is saying that I'm well-adjusted because it's true. Ah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. uh, It turns out we can still have single dates on this show because... Um, you can have you can be two people in public together. This must have been a Sydney thing. I can't pinpoint this. Obviously, we're in Melbourne. Um, but uh, Lockie comes in on a motorbike and takes Roxy on a date. Roxy gets so many dates. If she keeps crying, I'm going to lose it. I can't with this. She's going to um, ruin this for herself. Yeah, she is. Um, and, and she kisses Lockie on their date. And I'm assuming she gets a rose, but I don't remember. Uh, she does. Um, did you did you write down anything about their date? Because I didn't. Um, I wrote down that Bella was upset because she likes bikes. Oh, get over um, it, loser. And then <laughs> they go to the bachelor pad after. They oh, ha- do they? they hang out for a bit at the bachelor pad. Um, nice, because they can't go anywhere else. Yeah, I guess so. And then, um, then we for some reason we're at the cocktail party, and Osha says five people will leave. Yes. That's like a lot of people, you know? Well, do you know what I think? Because right after this is when they start, um, is when they have to go home yeah. and do love in lockdown. And I think they could only afford like 11 crews. Oh, um, and, and MacBooks. They're filming in people's <laughs> hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Mac. And the, they're like multiple people having to stand there and do sound and yeah. camera and stuff like that but more importantly yes the macbook would have cost a lot of money and Um, how many like screens would look good on a tv like if you had like if you had you couldn't have like i think they would have wanted as many as possible you reckon yeah but it's you that that is a lot to have a crew in 11 people's homes that is a lot of money yeah you're paying a lot of wages i mean they would have i reckon they would have had a really small crew as well like 
maybe just like a oh yeah like three three people in the crew yeah you'd have producer camera sound i'm yeah. trying to think of who else you would need for like bare bones i think that would be it yeah i mean to be honest if it's just if they did just like the mic you could have a mic pack and have just like you know, you could probably just get the camera guy to do it as well. I've I've been with or like a producer. Yeah, I've had yeah. like a crew before on something where it was just like honestly, it was director was also the camera guy and the sound guy and lighting. It was just one man doing everything. It was crazy. <laughs> um he did forget okay, a battery. Yes, he forgot a battery <laughs> for the cap uh for the sound and so the sound just ran out at some point. Um Yeah, I guess with this you just you're literally just recording one person talking so the sound wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. And you're inside um, so yeah, they're not going to be professionals. We've been on set, guys. We can tell you the ins and outs of how it works. Obviously, there's a lot if you're like trying to film something properly, there's a lot more people on set that you wouldn't think about needing, but um uh in this, you know, this is pretty lo-fi at this point. Yeah. Um oh, I guess they probably had lighting as well. Mm. But again, you could have the camera yeah. person set that up. They usually decide how the lighting goes anyway. Yeah. Um anywho, uh, so, well, we're still at the cocktail party. We're still at the mansion at this point. Five people are going home for, I'm guessing, budgetary reasons. Um, and then Bella and Lockie go away, um, you know, to sit on a little couch and Bella kisses Lockie. Yep, they canoodle. Shock horror. Roxy cannot believe this and starts crying. Yes. And then she'd kissed Lockie that day and she'd just kissed Lockie, I guess. And she's like, why can't I just have my moment? All of my moments get ruined. Well, girl, I have to say, he has like 15 girlfriends at this point. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> You're lucky yeah. you have any moment. <laughs> you need to just deal with it. I don't understand why Roxy came on this show. This show is not for Roxy. No. This is the wrong um, format. But I do think that Roxy and Lockie seem to get along. So <laughs> it might all be for the best. Um, though I doubt Roxy handling it at that point, could deal with re-watching it now on TV. Yeah. together. I feel like um, Roxy needs to, she she almost needs to, like, somebody needed to sit down to, with her and be like, Roxy, you need to stop freaking out at all of these things because you are not coming across as the easy breezy cover girl that <laughs> this man who has seemingly no emotional range uh, requires. <laughs> well, I think he... He's 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 very patient with her. So she's crying again. He goes up and sits down with her again. And she's like, I just want my moment. You know, she's very, I will say, honest with him, which I respect. Um, and uh, he's like, uh, this is just going to get worse. So, and he says, you know me. Like, I live in the moment. And if I feel something in the moment, I do it, blah, blah, blah. He's basically saying, I have other girlfriends and I'm going to kiss them. Um, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, imagine that imagine if on the bachelor the bachelor just didn't kiss any other ladies well that's i understand why it upsets her but it's also the format of the show yeah but the format of the show is that way so that it upsets people so it is what it is um and then five women go home um did you write their names down because i didn't no i I sort of just got confused by who left (laughs) okay hang on the bachelor I just, I, I, yeah, I fucking missed it completely. Um, but that's all right. We'll have a look. 
it'll have it here um, on the Wikipedia page. I wonder uh, how many old people we have. Episode seven. Okay, so unfortunately, Ariba leaves. That's yes. the one I'm most upset about. But I mean, they were never going to end up together. Uh, Charlie, old eyebrows, she's gone. Oh, Laura Gemma. would leave too. Gemma, um, who's Gemma? Who cares? Laura, Laura, the um, the one they tried to make into a bitch, but she's just fine. She's just a normal person. And then Marg. So I still have no idea who um, Marg is either. She, I believe, she had brown hair. <laughs> okay. Oh, this so, is when we're left. We're literally left with um, uh, I think we're left with ten women. And yes, we are. Eight of them are blonde, and then the other two are Bella and Juliet. <laughs> Bella is diversity now. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. Yes. So we still have we still have one Asian woman, and then eight blondes and one brunette. <laughs> Um, anyway, still wish we had a redhead in there, but what can you do? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, look, look, this is shit. Who cares? Um, so we see, um, it's a new episode. All the women have been told they've got to get the fuck. Everyone's got to go home. Um, and we see Lockie looking forlorn in a spa. Hope no one else is going in that spa. Because that'll be a freaking hot spot and a half, eh? Um, and then they show them all going home. They show them all at home in their space. And they did something here that pissed me off so bad. What? Oh, my God, Danielle. They show them all, like, they play, like, cool, like, what? not cool music, just normal music in the background being like, here's what they're all doing at home. Show them, like, a supercut of one oh, of them, like, yeah. sitting differently on a couch and one of them playing, like, big Jenga and um, one of them exercising. And then they cut to Juliet dancing. But don't play any music and just make her look fucking insane. I mean, I and didn't it think made it was me funny. so mad. Yeah, but it's so rude. Like they clearly were like, dance to music and we'll put that in. Or they've said dance to no music, we'll put music in later. She looks like a fucking idiot and it's not her fault at all. Yeah, She's I being mean, normal. I know that, but I also think it was very funny editing. <laughs> and I respect Bitch. Juliet no less. I think it's very funny. I was so pissed. I was like, clearly they're like pivoting to give Juliet like a villain edit here or like a stupid edit. Ugh, so rude. If that happened to me, I'd I'd sue. I'd do a JV. <laughs> I'd so. sue in Channel 10. Um, and all the girls get a box in the mail. Oh my god, it's MacBook Pro with a camera. And it's got Very a exciting. it's got a um it's got a, instead of an apple, it's got a rose on the back, which is in sort of like a tattoo style because Lockie has tattoos. That's what I assume. Losers. Um, and then Asha talks about how it's, he just keeps talking about how it's a world first. It's a world first that we can't shoot the show properly because of a pandemic. Obviously, that's a world first. And um, Mark really wanted me to mention that um, – Osha says COVID instead of COVID. Yeah, I thought I wrote, I wrote kept, that down too. It was very weird. He just kept screaming. Are you not going to say anything? COVID. He just said COVID. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so we're all, they're all in a big freaking group Zoom. Um, 
And Lockie says, uh, someone's getting a single date and it's someone who's lightened up his lockdown. It's Ooh. Izzy. Nice to meet Who's you, Izzy. Izzy. <laughs> uh, and I was like, lightened up his lockdown. So that means they've been talking. Yeah. Um, Turns out they've been texting. Uh-oh. They've been texting every day, talking on the phone most days. And I was like, is this allowed? Anyway, over um, video chat, they're making tacos. And again, Lockie is talking about how he does, he cannot handle any spice. He doesn't like so chili. He doesn't like coriander. And when they show the end product, okay, Izzy's looks like she's got, she's got um, like salsa. She's got stuff chopped up in with her mints. She's got... She's got, it looks like a good tasty dinner. Then we see Lockie's mm. and it looks like he didn't even put in the old El Paso um, no. mint seasoning into the mints. It just looked like dried Come mints. It looked, He's worse than me. It looked grey. It did not look like it had been filled with um, the, the, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this man. Um, I bet he just loves meat. That's one thing I hate about men. It's, it's just how much they love meat and they think that meat is a meal. It's literally no, like... I'm sorry, but it's Old El Paso is made for white people. If you can't handle the spice in an Old El Paso taco mix. I can handle that. Yeah, it's made for That's us. It's delicious. Okay? It is. It's, it's catered for us. specifically Finally. for us. Finally, something for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, and then we find out that uh, the girls are talking in their own little group chat about like, Oh, did, did everyone talk to Lockie? And then some girls didn't have any phone calls with Lockie, but then other girls, like, talked to him most days. Yeah. Um, Maddie being one of the people who didn't really talk to him much. Um, so she's like, well, that's a fucking bummer. Um, anyway, cut back to the little date with Izzy, um, and they, they're in the bath. Yes. Um, they're in the bath. They've got bubbles in the bath, and they're just talking to each other. Um, and Lockie says, back in the mansion when we can be physical, lock the doors. Is he going to fuck Izzy? Maybe. I don't know. Did you see Izzy's bowl of um, dark chocolate? No. I thought it was so funny because it was like um, she'd use like a big bowl, which I felt like meant that she felt like they had to see the the dark chocolate from outside the bowl. And it was all like broken up pieces of dark chocolate. And it was clearly like lint chocolate. It was very thin. And so like to break up. To get it to be over the bowl, she must have had to break up like four blocks of that thin <laughs> chocolate. And to me, it was the funniest thing to imagine her dressing the set and just being well, like, I'm I sure need to go get more dark chocolate. Pardon? <laughs> I'm sure someone else did that. I thought it was, uh, it made me laugh so much because, okay, I recently, I bought I bought like some 90% dark chocolate when it was on special. And it wasn't until I got home that I realized... Who the fuck likes 90% dark chocolate? It's like... Who likes that? Yeah, who likes it? I, like, had a piece. Mark likes it. And I was like, you know what? I'm having this because it's the healthy option. But if I'm going to have chocolate, I may as well just have chocolate. I don't even like this. I'm sucking it, trying to make it be tasty. It's not that tasty. <laughs> I don't like it. People are just... They're just people who like, like, bitter tastes. It's, it's, it couldn't be me. I was thinking about it too much the other night and I was thinking about it and I'm like, yeah, I bet it's the same people who were like, you know, it's like when you have whiskey on the rocks and you're like, yeah, this is, you know what? 
It's nicer when I make it into an old fashioned and it's got other flavors in it and it's a bit sweeter. Absolutely. It's not. It's, why do we put ourselves through this? Why am I doing this? I'm not a cool girl. Give me dairy milk and and a cocktail, please. Absolutely. Give me a freaking pina colada. Thank you. Um. Uh. I'm looking at the chocolate now and it is fucking a lot of chocolate. It's so it much. Is. It's so funny to me. Well, maybe it's just it's just the camera angle because actually, if you look, it's either a fucking massive champagne flute next to it, or the bowl isn't quite as big as it looks. Okay, okay, that makes the, more the, sense because in my mind, the champagne flute looks about as tall as a wine bottle, and that can't be true. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's better then. That to me was so funny to imagine four or five blocks of chocolate in a well, bathtub. Well, imagine it's four or five blocks of chocolates and then just like a liter champagne flute. I think that's fun. That is fun. Um, anyway, Lockie gives um, Izzy a rose, which is she said he says, "Look in that box next to you." Yes. The weird thing about this is that a producer has to set out the rose next to the person, and then, like, I guess it was also it wasn't in a box. It was in a towel. It was oh, in her towel. towel. Yeah. Oh. Well, you would always know it's there, which I guess you would on a normal date, but at least you wouldn't know where it was on a normal date. You know it was there somewhere, but it's hidden away. But in this, it's literally in her bathroom. She would know yeah. if someone hit a rose. Um, anyway. Um, uh, and then... Oh, sorry. We also date. forgot to mention um, oh. Lockie. Okay, so I want to mention this because Lockie does this gag twice this episode. So first of all, Lockie is in the bath before any of this starts and he's got he's got goggles, floaties and a cap on to show that he's like, ha, 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 funny. And then uh-huh. he sort of leans out of the bathtub to get something and he shows us his butt. And so I was like, oh, I'm not mm-hmm. wearing pants. Oh, bloody hell, that's funny. Um and that comes full circle because later on we get to see he's in a suit and then he stands up and we see his boxes and it's the same no pants gag. Oh, fuck. Everyone's done that no pants gag. Yeah. People have been doing that since before the pandemic. Ha ha, video call, I'm wearing pyjama pants. Move on. Yeah. It's always, isn't that like a thing that people like joke about with news readers? Oh, it's probably been going since the freaking 50s, Danielle. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> Not funny. I'm going to say I rate Lockie's um, comedic prowess. Zero. One out of ten. Oh, you went not. Like you went high. At least he tried to make a joke. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm being, I am being kind. Um, anyway, then there's a group date. Um, there are six women. Yes. Um, in this group date. And they're all wearing onesies, which makes me want to, <laughs> what year is it? Sorry, is it 2012? What's going on? Um, I used to have, um, I used to have a few onesies because I... Um, hmm. I don't know why, but where where I lived in London, there was like a um, every Sunday for some reason. I don't even like nightclubs, but for some reason, <laughs> I just felt like I had to do what all my friends were doing, and that's what's changed about me. Now I refuse <laughs> to leave the house to go to nightclubs. I've not been to a nightclub in about four years, and I well actually longer five years. I haven't been to one since I moved to Melbourne, and. I, I don't want to, um, I don't like them, but I went when I lived over there because I felt like it was the only way I was going to hang out with my friends. And there was one that everybody went to on a Sunday and you had to wear a costume um, to it and this onesies were the easiest, That's but so I had you. like multiple ones. <laughs> um, I had onesies too. My friends started a onesie company because they brought them over from Japan and started this like 
onesie craze at our uni and then like throughout Melbourne and then they started a company and like were selling onesies but it was kind of like a short-lived trend so the company didn't really um succeed in the end but like that was fucking so long ago what are you still doing in a onesie yeah oh my god that was literally 2000 I reckon like 2011 yeah like disgusting dude it's a decade move on oh it is a decade Oh, God, we've aged. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, they're wearing onesies um, and then they get to do anonymous questions. This is a re- this is becoming a reality TV staple, the anonymous questions. I, okay, so w- these anonymous questions, you know what the fun thing about anonymous questions is as well? Is what? nobody can prove whose questions they were, which means that the producers can just take out people's questions and put in their own. You're right. I didn't even think about the producers asking questions. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is um, wrong with you? So they asked what Caitlin's been doing during lockdown and then um, there's a big build up but then she like shows a wheelbarrow and that she's been gardening. For some reason, some women think she's lying about this and that she would not be gardening and that she's just doing it to impress Lockie. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It's also like just awkwardly edited as well. Like it, it, it's just really awkward. What when she's doing the reveal? Well, yeah, and the like thirty well, seconds she's after to be that, like she's gonna break to some horrible news, but then it's like a wheelbarrow. It's supposed to be funny, but it's just normal. Gardening is normal. I don't understand why the women think that she's putting like. God, ever, they made it into this huge deal. Gardening's normal. I don't understand. Um, they're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. She's gardening. Um, I honestly thought I misunderstood what was happening because I was like, why are they all reacting so much to the fact that she's gardening? Yeah, I was confused. Anyway, Juliet um, jumps into frame when the onesies are announced and she has the butt cut out of hers, which I thought was very funny. Um, oh, that's funny. And Lockie says... Like she asks Lockie why she's a shark, and Lockie says she's a shark because sharks aren't what people think, and that they're gentle. And then Roxy says uh, she's a shark because she's a predator. Okay, loser, <laughs> get over it. Um, someone asked Juliet this question: Juliet, are you being honest about being celibate for twelve years, or do you mean twelve days? Slut shaming. What kind of bitch wrote this question? Yeah. Um, either Roxy or the producers, I will assume. Yes. Um, that's fucking rude. Um, she ha- clearly hadn't told Lucky that yet. It's not your, um, opportunity to do it. Whoever did this, um, freaking rude. And she says, yeah, well, you know, I had, it's, it's been 12 years. The last time was with my boyfriend of six years when I was 22. I think this is the first time that Lucky realized how old Juliet is. So I'm guessing her days are numbered. <laughs> um and then uh so she sort of handles it well i'd say for such a rude question and then someone (laughs) says roxy why do you have a secret boyfriend and roxy Mm. is fucking spun out by this she can't handle it she like hangs up um leaves the conversation and she's like what the fuck i don't know what you're talking about like i don't have a secret boyfriend vehemently does not denies it is it true or not? Who knows? Does it matter? No. I mean, even Lockie's like, I can't really talk, can I? 
because he has 10 girlfriends at the moment. So, yeah, you know, um, sort of lucky to acknowledge that. Also, they show the, like, talking head of Roxy and um, her bookshelf is in the corner. And mm. I was trying to read the titles of the books, but I couldn't. But somebody else on Twitter had, and it was, like, there was, like, a book about Chappelle Corby and a book about the Barley Nine, which <laughs> is very funny to me. <laughs> so she cares about Australiana. Um, she loves it. Also, um, somebody asked Bella, Bella, are you here for a social media presence? And then Bella said... Mm, bitch, I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> like being on national TV wouldn't help. Yeah. Sorry, but come on. Um, but also, who cares? I think everyone should just do this show for a social media presence. Good way to make money. Yeah. Um, and you're way more likely to get that than a boyfriend out of this. Um, anyway, Osha pops up and says, hey, guys, date's over. Lucky give a rose to someone. Lucky gives a rose to Caitlin for gardening. Beautiful. Um cool <laughs> and then there is a virtual cocktail party um and roxy and juliet start fighting there so Lockie's like having like breakout sessions with different girls and then there's like a group chat where roxy and juliet just start fighting about essentially Lockie's like someone threw me under the bus blah 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 and juliet's like we all got hard questions and she's like yeah but mine was worse and it's like it actually wasn't worse like, at least you can just deny yours and it wasn't true. Yeah, but I think Juliet was, was like the worst. It was something very personal from Juliet and they were like saying, are you sure that you're um, celibate, personal information, because you seem like a slut? Yeah. Uh, that is a way worse question. And I think that's what she was trying to say to uh, Roxy and Roxy wasn't having it. And then it was just like them not being able to get anywhere and butting heads and just going back and forth until all of the other women hung up. And then Roxy was like, oh, yeah, and just hung up as well. Rude, Roxy, rude. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they were getting anywhere with that. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then they have... And the Osha's still at the mansion. What's he doing in the mansion? Just chilling. Him and, okay. his, him and his wife and his kid probably got the freer com. Yeah, so he's... Uh, Osha's at the mansion for some reason on the Zoom. And then um, all the women are there. And they have a rose sitting next to them or behind them. And then Lockie has to say, will you accept the rose? And it's very weird. And then they just have to pick it up. Um, and then someone goes home. I love this Did because you? all the roses, for the first time, they're all fake roses. Um, Are they? Like very clearly fake roses um, to the point where wow. Steph's rose is still bent at the bottom. It was like had the big uh. bend. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck? Just re you've got to redo that bit and have the rose pointing down. Why was no producer watching this and saying, unbend that stupid rose because that's the art department danielle that's why there's these people on set there you don't realize are there well, but there are people doing props who would freaking cry when they saw that but it's yeah you know, not somebody has a trained cut eye that off it. there's a lot of talent needed to make television I, but know? i don't understand because anybody watching that like because i i assume that they you know they probably had one person come to the house to set a bunch of shit up or whatever and mm. probably not it might not be somebody whose sole job is that or whatever because they probably can't afford somebody to do that for six or seven different women or whatnot. But mm. somebody watching it, like, I, I feel like a, a normal <laughs> cameraman would look at it and be like, you need a, we need to cut that rose. <laughs> Any, a normal There's person. There's a lot going on, Danielle. I don't understand how it got to that point. 
bro, sometimes you miss things. I In our pilot, we wrote that one of the characters says, do you have any food? And didn't realize that we had literally written into the script that she has food sitting in front of her, like literally a bowl of beans that she's eating. That's funny. <laughs> um, luckily, we got to reshoot that. So that will not be uh, final cut. <laughs> <laughs> Very embarrassing. And no one noticed that. Or if they actually, the cinematographer said he noticed it, but he had too much going on. And he's like, not my problem. <laughs> anyway, screw you, my dude. Um, so Belle goes home. Yeah. I mean, she is home. Belle is eliminated. Yes. And yes. And now we... So I guess they were together in a past life, but they will not be together in this life. Not this life. And where we find out that in the next episode, there's a new lady coming in, which we did not need. Is She's. There? Yeah, we're having an, an intruder, and I think she's like a blonde lady. Um, because, oh, we need more of that. Yes. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I sort of, I was so bored by this that I just like exited as soon as the episode was over. I don't want to see any trailer for the next episode. Who fucking cares? You know? Yeah, I, I know. I wasn't excited either. <laughs> well, I was even less excited. All right, um, that's the end of the what a terrible show. That's the end of the season. The episode, uh, sorry. Um, the the song for this week is called Natanico Meringue. and ooh. um, the description, as always, is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. The description is uh, short and sweet and not really funny this week. It's a floor thumping modern take on the meringue, horns, guitar, piano, and a pile of percussion. We haven't really had that many like fun song descriptions recently, have we? Well, I think we used a lot of fun songs at the start when we weren't reading the descriptions, you know? Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Um, any any um, of the things you like? The We have so compliments? many reviews. Okay. I'll read out a few. We'll okay. save a bit. <laughs> I love it when they neg us, you know? <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay, hang on. It's just loading. Sorry, got bad Wi-Fi in this room. Um... Just get, just getting there. Okay. Strangely addictive. Um, you could just say normally addictive because it's good, but you've chosen to go with strangely addictive and that's fine. That's as long as we're addictive. Um, love this pod. My latest obsession. I've even started listening to episodes from last season's Batchy. Not sure if ashamed or proud of this. <laughs> Keep up the work girls, particularly the laissez-faire editing style, which give listeners, <laughs> gives listeners a good insight into how much or how little goes into producing an episode. <laughs> Thanks for giving me some lighthearted escapism in this modern stressful world. Buller. I'm assuming. Well, do you know what? Can I say? I'm Bushels assuming gal. that's from where when I upload the podcast and the app wants me to put in the space for uh, an ad or something and I just click around until it goes green so that I can go through to the next stage. Bro, are you serious? Yeah, they just. Can you at least put it in where there's a gap where we like change subjects? No, I just put it in wherever. Danielle! Oh my god, no wonder. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I just click around until it goes green and then it lets me and I'm like, you know what, they can deal with it. Bro, you're probably pausing like in the middle of it, a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. Well, the thing No, is, I'm, I'm calling it. You have to put in the minimal oh. amount of effort here, Danielle, and at least make sure it's not in the middle of a sentence. Okay, well, you're editing because this episode most of anyway. Our pauses and I'll do, in the middle from, of a sentence. I'll do it from the next one. Yes, you will. Maybe. Anyway, thank you, Bushels Girl. Um, I'm sorry about Danielle's terrible um, 
editing skills. I will say though that, you know, a lot of these other podcasts that people listen to, they have producers and such that make it sound good. We just do this on our own and we don't, A, we don't know much about audio engineering. B, we don't care enough to like make it high quality because we're talking trash. So yeah. we've got to respect the medium. Um, Farrell17 says, 10 out of 10, like having two extra pals. Aw. Thanks for the content, ladies. I could listen to you talk about literally anything. I wasn't going to write a review, but me and Naomi have the same birthday. What are we? <laughs> I think that means you're twins. What? Are we? One of my friends. my fraternal twin? One of my friends told me what, well, she was like my best friend in primary school. She told me that, so her birthday is the 7th of June and my sister's birthday is the 9th of June. And she said that that made us cousins. Because her birthday was so close to my sister's birthday. So we're basically cousins. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um. Oh my God. Oh my God. I've just read one and I'm so pissed. What? Are they saying okay, I'm how- just going to read them all. Read it. I'm just going to read them all because I'm pissed at you. Okay, no, there's one nice one here by Rex Hunt Pavement Salad Wrap um, who says, please don't stop the pod. Here's a five-star review for a five-star duo. Oh, thank you. Oh, smiley face. That's so nice. This one, um, oh, my God. I think this Harrison is going to be Kai. nice to me. A nice review, not a trap. Join Raw Comedy Winner 2016, <laughs> Danielle Walker, <laughs> as she hilariously recaps every episode of The Australian Bachelor and its spin-off shows, The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. <laughs> Oh, she is joined by Laura, who is a current contestant <laughs> on Lockie's season of the show. I love this. One of the many in-jokes of the pod is calling Laura by the name Naomi. <laughs> However, I would like to inform new listeners who may not realize it is actually 2020 Bachelorette Laura. <laughs> I'm not sure who this Naomi person is. All I know is that whoever they are, they are not Raw Comedy 2016 winner because that was, as previously stated, host of the show, Danielle Walker. <laughs> That is my favorite ever. Um, that's my favorite ever. Um, what do you call those things again? Reviews. That's my favorite ever review for the pod. That's. Um, I know. I know that name, Harrison Kite. They're the one who messaged in to tell me I looked like Laura, and it, the one who originally pissed me off. Yeah, we so did that Harrison, funny gag together. You, where um, I could have, I could have just left <laughs> it, but I thought it would be funny to let, make sure that you'd seen it and then act like I also thought you looked like Laura. Um, and then yeah, off, yeah, and then and then get on board with pretending that you look like Bella. <laughs> well, and then what did I do in return, Danielle? I locked you out of the Instagram account. <laughs> you did, um, and that was actually really rude. But then, um, but then I I I went to reset the password, and then you just gave it back to me. <laughs> um, I respect you for tr- for trying to get in. Um, but I thought, oh, bless her cotton socks. I'm surprised she even knew what button to press to reset the password. Thank you. I got so annoyed um, recently because you weren't you weren't on the Instagram to um, answer people's messages, and usually I don't ever answer them, go into the messages because mm. you know I don't like being on the computer for more than two seconds of a day. And yes, um, but I did for like the weeks when you were having your tech thing and then I thought once you finished your tech break you were going to come back and answer all of them and sometimes you don't sometimes sometimes <laughs> I go on like my thing automatically clicks into the batch pitch podcast account and I see like messages there and then I go up and I try and respond but I'm, I feel like I'm bad at responding to people we both are we're two flaky bitches well no I also um, feel like I'm that's not part of the magic I can't be like a normal person 
Well, yeah. <laughs> like when I respond, I'm I'm just like I can't. I don't respond like a normal person. I don't know. I'm very bad at it. I don't know. Oh shit! One thing I will say that people sent in just before we go um, got a lot of um, messages, and by a lot I mean two. Um, about Haley from Married at First Sight being at the Melbourne lockdown, anti-lockdown protest. I don't know if you saw that. Uh-oh. Man, she's off the deep end. She thinks COVID is a scam. Um, she posted like a video of this man speaking and talking about how it's fake, it's not a real disease. Um, and she was like, yeah! Oh, no. Bro, what are you doing? She should marry Bill. It doesn't. She should marry Bill. I also posted to tide out to tide our listeners over. A um, I don't know if you saw. Uh, I posted Bill's Instagram story because I think he's put his Instagram on private, so he can't get as bullied. Yeah, I saw that. But That's we rough. already follow him, so I just recorded his Instagram story where he was like, "Ask me anything," and everyone's like just asking him about conspiracy theories, um, because it's insane. He's psycho. Um, so maybe they should date. Okay, a cute pairing. Let's go now. I'm, I need to pee. <laughs> I need to pee, so I, I need to end I need this. to pee too. Okay. But I'm used to holding in pee because, like, I've got a UTI once and I got really good at holding in pee because you're not supposed to pee that much. All right, that's anyway, the end of the we'll podcast. Uh, we'll Bye. talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Batch 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 bitch. Sorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.